Yo, 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 yo. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, the plant-based pro, Wheel the Thrill, coming at you right now on the Streets Are Talking 24-Hour Podcast Network. This is the Plant-Based for Life show. Again, I'm your host, Will the Thrill, the Plant-Based Pro. Glad you are here listening this evening. Yes, it's been a while. You've been listening to some reruns because I was in quarantine. Yes, the Plant-Based Pro tested positive for COVID-19. And so today's show is going to be a little bit about my journey having COVID-19 and some facts about the disease and what we can do now that we are in the second wave across the country and everybody's panicking uh, on what we could do to uh, deal with this thing. You know, as I said on previous shows, remember, control what we can control. That's all I've been saying. And I still stand by that because that's all we could do. I mean, we don't know what's going on in Washington. As you can see, the orange president doesn't want to relinquish the White House just yet. And we don't know what's going on in these labs. I'm hearing all these different things about these vaccines, some good, some bad. And uh, this is, you know, we're almost out of 2020. And I I don't see any end in sight. You know, this is right before Thanksgiving. And now they're telling people that you should not be gathering and having those big old Thanksgiving gatherings that you're used to having. And we know that some people are going to defy that and do what they want to do. And it's going to be a sad situation for some of them because you're going to have some elderly people at these gatherings and God forbid they catch it. You know, they already said that uh, usually when a person over 65 catches COVID, chances are that they're going to die from it. And that's that's pretty sad and sickening to hear that there are people that's young that's going to go around relatives of that age group and pretty much kill them. I can't even sugarcoat it. So uh, let's talk a little bit about me and what happened to me. You know, a lot of times, let me put this out here, the disclaimer, uh, like I do on all my shows, I am not a doctor, have never claimed to be a doctor. I have my feelings about doctors. I have respect for them, some of them, those that consider alternative uh, resources other than just pumping us full of pills and and, and big pharma. So that's my disclaimer. Um, so, yeah, on me. So, uh, around October 21st, 22nd, I started noticing that I had lost my sense of smell. I did a few tests, uh, spraying some of my cologne on my wrist and a few other things. And then some things that was going on previously in the week started ringing a bell to me when I started thinking back on when I lost my sense of smell. I really couldn't pinpoint the exact day that it happened, but I do know that... It was many days before I went and got tested. And I had been tested before in May um, for COVID and it came up negative. So, and I, and it was no reason for me to take it other than to just take it because I was waiting on somebody to come out of the doctor's office and they had a bunch of tents up. And I said, let me go get tested. I ain't got nothing else to do. And it was negative. However, this time there was an alarm. Um, the fact that I couldn't smell something that I've never lost my sense of smell in my entire life, I decided to go get tested. And on, I got tested on October 23rd and on October 25th, that's when, uh, I got the results back for, uh, the, the, uh, the, the test that was positive. And so I was like, okay. So since then, and it is today is is what um, the twenty third of November. It's been exactly a month since I got tested, and I am still not back at work because my job says that I need to be negative before I can come back. Even though you can be positive and not have any symptoms, I did take the tests again, the retest on the tenth, and I'm still waiting on the results. 
Uh, that's the state of Illinois. That's what happened when you go to those big, massive testing sites. It's got hundreds of cars. I sat in my car for over an hour, about an hour and 20 minutes, so bad that my knee was hurting when I got out because I sat in one position for so long. It's like taking a trip out of town, an hour. Anyway, I did it. They said, oh, the call center's going to call you and inform you, and if not, you call them. So I've been calling them for the last week and a half, and all I get is uh, a voicemail that says a whole bunch of things, and at the end it says, oh, and if you're waiting on results of your test, you have to wait until the call center calls you. There's no way I can speak to a human unless I haven't found out how yet. So I'm trying to find out um, from uh, the state if I'm still positive or what. And then right now, and we'll talk about this later, but right now I am still dealing with what they call some post-COVID symptoms. Um, and I didn't know what was wrong with me until I started researching, because you all know I do a lot and a lot and a lot of researching. And um, so I looked up some things about it, and it's uh, I'm still dealing with some stuff, let's just say. But... On the flip side, you know, I've been feeling good. I mean, you know, this whole experience has been um, eye-opening, you know, because I've been quarantined in my room, and so I've had a lot of chance to look at a lot of TV, play on my Xbox, read, pray, talk to God, look at a lot of information on COVID because there's so much out there, you know, and, you know, every day, you know, the numbers are going up, and they're saying that, one in 200 Americans have it, and they're saying that, you know, with the weight rate that we're going, by the time J January 20th gets here and they do the new inauguration, uh, <clears throat> over 400,000 Americans would have been and died from this. And I say that's a very, very scary number. And it's just rough because we don't know what to believe who to believe, and, and, and how to go about this thing. All we do know, as I keep telling people, is that we can control what we can control and what goes inside of us. And you know I've done a lot of shows on our immune system and different things, and I'm going to touch on that briefly, on uh, uh, what we could do for ourselves while we're waiting on them to come up with answers. You know, and their answers is a, vi a vaccine, and quite frankly... Myself and a few other people that I know are not really feeling that thing because we don't know what you're shooting in us. I mean, the flu vaccine has been around forever and people still catch the flu. It ain't went nowhere, so I don't know. You know, uh, not trying to compare the two, but, you know, I'm just not, I'm very leery when it comes to the government and, and, and what's going on with Big Pharma because they have not been completely honest with us in the past so why should we believe them now then you got this man in the white house who is distracted because he's still trying to say he won the election and he don't even care that millions of americans are being affected by this disease and that people are dying because he's still trying to hold on to something that's not going to happen they did the recounts they did all that they went to court they're throwing it out so you and Rudy G need to go on and sit down somewhere and let this new administration get in and try to start working on this disease that is affecting and killing a lot of people. Me, I've been blessed. My whole process of dealing with this COVID so far, so far, has been good. You know, I, I, I'm not happy about being quarantined and restricted in my movement, but on the, on the flip side, I'm happy that I haven't had to deal with it like some of the people that I know personally, like a good friend of mine uh, who just got out of the hospital had been in ICU for 20 days with COVID. And then he's at home now and he's got an oxygen tank and he's healing his lungs. And I'm like, wow. Then another friend who, who was in and was sick for two weeks who said that was the worst two weeks of his life. And of course, you know that I've had uh, friends that have died when COVID first started, uh, that people have been close to me and uh, other people that got it and was hospitalized and all these different horror stories. And I didn't have to go through that. 
thank God, I was never hospitalized. I didn't have the breathing issues. I didn't have uh, the high fever. I think I had a fever one day, but I didn't know it was COVID related. I didn't really think so, but it could have been. But it went away like within a day. So I didn't, I didn't pretty much go through what a lot of people have gone through. And what I understand is everybody has uh, different symptoms that they go through dealing with their positive results with COVID. Uh, those that are really struggling still have had underlying conditions, uh, compromised immune systems, as well as, uh, um, you know, just lifestyle issues, you know, overweight, obese, and, you know, just the body is just broken down already. And then you end up catching this disease that attacks those very things that you're weak at. You know, I'm grateful that I took CMOS gel for the last nine months. Right about when COVID started is when I started taking CMOS gel daily. And then doing all the other things I did with the gingers and the different concoctions that I make through my business, Plant Based for Life. And what I found was that because of the CMOS gel, I mean, my body never was really full of a lot of mucus because I don't eat the mucus producing foods like the dairy products and the standard American diet, which promotes uh, inflammation and all that kind of stuff. So my body never really was clogged up with any of the mucus in my chest and all that stuff. But the fact that I was taking the CMOS on a regular basis uh, made sure that that didn't happen. So I'm blessed and grateful for that. Uh, you're listening to the Streets Are Talking 24-Hour Podcast Network. This is the Plant-Based for Life show. I'm your your host, the Plant-Based Pro, Will. And we're talking about uh, COVID-19, particularly my journey, because I was diagnosed as being positive on uh, the 23rd or the 25th of this month. Or no, of October. Actually, it's been a month now since I've been diagnosed. I'm sorry. So... You know, uh, there's stuff that we can control, again, so I'm grateful that I, I continued when I was diagnosed to keep on doing what I've been doing. So I was continuously taking my CMOS every day. Uh, now, the one thing I did do was up my vitamin C intake. I uh, started hydrating more because I already was lacking in the, weight, the amount of water that I was drinking. And so uh, I just increased that. Uh, I continue to eat healthy because I never lost my appetite or my sense of taste. You know, uh, one of the symptoms of COVID is losing your sense of smell or your sense of taste. And I've heard of people who uh, caught COVID and they lost their sense of taste, but not necessarily their sense of smell. And so for me, it was just the sense of smell. You know, I had some... Um, milder symptoms. I think these post-COVID symptoms I'm dealing with are a little worse than the actual stuff that I was dealing with when I was actually, you know, in the heat of my, uh, of my acquiring this, 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 this virus. But, you know, uh, I want to address the fact that when I did announce, cause I'm pretty transparent with my life because I got this business that I run, uh, my plant-based for life business. And I, do vegan cooking, promote the vegan lifestyle, vegan catering, and plant-based this, plant-based that. And then one another component of my business is CMOS gel, cold-pressed juices and healthy elixirs and things that I create on a lot of research and stuff like that. And people were actually sending me inboxes talking about, wow, all that stuff that you do and you still caught COVID. You know, I had to shut them down. You know, I had to check them. Because just because you have a strong immune system does not mean that you cannot catch things. No one ever said that. I've never professed that. And I've never told anyone that. What I did say and what does happen is because my immune system is stronger than a lot of people, who uh, eat crazy and do what they want, don't get rest and don't drink water and don't do this, don't do that. My immune system is strong enough to fend it off 
as opposed to those who are on a respirator and who are struggling in the hospital. Now, again, different cases, everybody's different, and those cases of COVID are all different because there are some young people who were supposedly pretty healthy that have caught COVID, and some of them have either died or on respirators. It just all depends, I guess. And then it depends on, I guess, your blessing in life. I don't know. I can't call it all. I never profess to be an expert on this disease and those things. What I do know is what I do for me and what I believe in, and that means that in fortifying your immune system. I believe in that. I believe in, in, in doing those things. I believe in filling my body with good things that's going to fight for me. You know, the body is wonderfully made. It's complicated, but it's wonderfully made. And the body, with the right conditions created, will fight off diseases. But on the flip side, the body will get sick and feeble with the wrong conditions. But we create those conditions pretty much. No, I'm not talking about the fact that, you know, we live in a bubble and we're trying not to catch diseases here and there and we have no control if we walk outside. But again, we control the lifestyles that we live and what we eat. Even in poverty food deserts, because people are still eating, you can still find some healthier options. It may be harder than most in areas where you got good grocery stores and good produce and things like that. But there are people that's living in food deserts that are still eating healthy. It just depends on what's important to you. It just depends on your determination to eat healthier, even at all the odds that are against you. You know, I know it's harder for some than it is for others. I understand that. But I also understand that we, what's important to us, we make a priority. And that's it. If I got to travel or walk some distance to get me an apple, then I'm going to get the apple over the fat-laden, greasy, double cheeseburger, artery-clogging sandwich. I mean, but that's important to me because, see, health, like everything else, is a mindset. And once you change the mindset, you can change the other things around you. And that's the facts. People may argue that up and down and have all kinds of excuses about their situations in life, but it boils down to mindset. We all get the same 24 hours. It's what people do with those 24 hours that make the difference in their lives. Some people do a lot. Some people do practically nothing. And some people blame other people for why their 24 hours is not working for them. I'm not cut from that cloth. I know that I control what goes in me because I couldn't control me catching it, obviously. I had on a mask most of the time when I was around. Obviously, in different stores in Illinois here, you had to wear a mask to even go in these places. You know, so, you know, and at my job, you know, we didn't see a lot of customers and we buzzed people in and the people had to have a mask to come in our facility. I don't know where I caught it. I don't know how I caught it. I was trying to rack my brain and figure it out. And I really couldn't. So, you know, I decided not to. I just decided that these are the cards I'm dealt with. So let's make lemonade out of lemons. Let's get through this thing. And then let's be a, a, a testimony uh, for those for good health, for those who may catch it or who, for those who are teeter-tottering on changing their life. You know, right now we got the, the pig out, gorge yourself, I, eat till I can't breathe holiday coming up on Thursday, where a lot of people are going to just overindulge. They're going to just pig out and eat whatever they want and keep eating it and and going back, and a lot of these foods are not going to be all that healthy. You know, it's comfort food, and, and you know, and, and it's exciting to some people. People are really looking forward to this holiday. And, you know, it's a good holiday, you know, to, to spend time with family, even though now the family uh, uh, numbers should be limited to who's in your household. However, um, I see people at these grocery stores stocking up these carts as if they cooking for an army because you know what they are they're not they don't care about the, the rules they're gonna invite 10 and 20 people over and do what they do especially my people i already know us I, i'm sorry I, i'm gonna call it like i see it 
But, um, you know, to each his own, everybody, do do you. You know, uh, I don't think nobody's going to be at my house but maybe me and one other person, Mrs. Williams, and that's that. So <laughs> I ain't going to worry about it. But, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty much wanted to address that, you know, that situation because people were saying things on my post about, uh, you know, my, my health. And in other words, what you're saying is because I caught it and I'm supposed to be the picture or the pillar of health on Facebook and all these other platforms that I'm involved with that see, see. He, he do all that healthy stuff and he still caught COVID. Yeah, but there's a big difference in my COVID experience compared to some other people who don't live like me or do some of the things that I do. And God bless them that they get through it because I don't wish nothing on nobody. But also I see that here's an opportunity for me and that's the reason that I'm back, you know, after missing for pretty much a month of doing my podcast to... Set the record straight. Let people know that I am good. Right now, uh, I'm dealing with this uh, this post-COVID uh, stuff where I got a little shortness of breath. I, I, I realize when I do things, I'm a little winded because I was wondering why I'm so tired lately after I've done a few you know normal things like go out to the store or uh, empty the garbage, just a few things. And I noticed that I was a little out of breath. And I was like, wow. And then the fact that I've been having problems sleeping. I got restless nights. And I'm up till 3, 4 in the morning before I decide to fall asleep. And and then I wake back up. It's almost like a cat nap. And, you know, and then I've had slight headaches here and there. And, um, and I actually had some heart palpitations, which they say is normal. Nothing to be alarmed about because I don't have any heart issues. Last time I checked, anyway, I did a stress tests on my heart and an echo ultrasound and they said everything was pretty good like in fact perfect they said and i said the perfect for a 58 year old man 57 year old man and they said yeah so i'm going to get all that done again when i'm able to go back and get a physical just because that's what i do to check on me i'm not afraid of going to hospitals and doctors to do certain things but for me doctors are only responsible for the diagnosis They'll never be responsible for the healing and the lifestyle changes. And I'm not going to take their advice when it comes to being pumping me full of a bunch of pharmaceuticals because I'm just not cut from that cloth. However, again, they have their place and, you know, to each his own. Some people swear by them. Some people will check with them before they do anything healthy. And that's fine. That's your life. See, when you start putting the stuff in your hand and taking your, your life back, and making yourself responsible for your health, then you'll do different things. You'll research things. And for me, all the stuff that I make that I sell to my clients, I've been my own guinea pig. So my fresh uh, ginger ale that I make out of cold-pressed ginger, guave nectar, fresh lemon, kamu kamu, which is a superfood from um, the rainforest that's got three times the vitamin C as oranges, and other things that I've done, you know, um, I'm getting deeper into cold press juicing now because I got me another juicer that's going to be next level. And so I'm going to be real, real deep into that now. But just the fact that, you know what, I have taken responsibility for my own health. That's it. I'm responsible for this. You know, I'm not putting my health in the hands of others. I don't care how much schooling they have, how long they went to residency. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about none of that because you can research a lot of stuff on your own, especially with the Internet. Now, is everything true on the Internet? Absolutely not. You have to research and research and research. And if you start seeing a trend that some of this information and some of these people and some of these organizations are saying the same things, you might want to look at that being a little valid. I'm just saying, you know, but if you just go to one source and say, oh, that's it. That's what they said. Well, that's not really good. And definitely don't go to the street reporters, the hood reporters, which is I, the, the, the hood CNN. I heard and they say, oh, hell no. I'm not listening to them. But, you know, um, 
it's been real interesting, you know. Uh, a lot of people have been checking on me and making sure I'm all right. And they're almost like waiting for it to get worse. They're almost like, well, I'm going to keep you lifted. Even though I've done videos on Facebook and showed them me smiling and happy and telling them about my, my, my uh, journey. Some of them are still on there talking about, all right, I hope you get better. I am better. See, I speak life into me. That's the difference between me and other people. I'm not going to sit here and be in a corner balled up talking about, oh, my God, I got COVID. Something's going to happen. I'm not going to be healthy. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. You know, obviously, if God says it's my time, then something's going to happen and I'm going to leave this planet, you know, and I'm not afraid of that. But I'm not going to speak that thing into my life because I ain't ready to leave yet. I still got some things that I want to do while I'm still on this planet. But don't get it twisted. If it's the time to go, it's the time to go. And everybody has an expiration date. <sighs> I needed to take a breath because I told you all I'm a little winded at times. However, I'm going to keep pushing through. I'm going to keep creating uh, things that are going to make us healthier. Or at least try. You know, I'm going to research it and see what it does. And then I'm going to be the guinea pig. And I've gotten, you know, a lot of my clients who have been waiting, waiting patiently. Uh, it's been three weeks because I shut the business down, too. And they haven't been able to get their sea moss gels from me and their healthy ginger ales I make with the pineapple juices and the ginger and all the other stuff I do. And now they don't know since I've been off for 14, uh, not 14 days, but quarantine for 14 days. But I've been off now a month and I've been at home, brain been just going a hundred miles a minute just thinking of all the new stuff i'm gonna do so now i got some organic elderberries here that i'm gonna make my own uh potent organic elderberry syrup um again i got a new juicer so i'm going to be up in my juice uh juicing and and and, and putting it out like that and um trying some new things you know uh i'm gonna be making gummies um sea moss gummies with elderberry and things like that something that the kitties can have and some people who don't really like the texture of sea moss gel so i'm going to do a lot of different things as a result of this covid thing but don't get it twisted you know and i tell people take it serious take it serious it's out here and whether we believe it or not it's killing people, whether we believe it's COVID or not. I've heard reports that people are coding things and deaths as COVID-related when it really wasn't COVID. I've heard from a source that uh, when it first started, from a very reliable source, that if it wasn't a gunshot wound or a car accident, then the people died from COVID. See, I don't know about that, and that's why you can't trust what's going on. Because I know that there's money in, in, in sicknesses. I know that cancer is big business. So what makes me think that COVID isn't big business? You know, and I know that, that hospitals get funding for treating it and stuff because you just know it is in this country. You just know it. You know, that's why you can't believe a lot of this stuff that's going on because you don't know what's true and what's not. So for me, I just choose to control what I can control. And that is what I put in my body. That is me wearing a mask around people and going places that I have to go to and put masks on. Me washing my hands, which you should do anyway, whenever you do, when you're out in the public and touching things and just period. You know, me, uh, you know, eating fresh fruits and drinking water and me having walks and, and breathing deep and getting some natural vitamin D, me doing all those things that I can do and fortify my body and my immune system to fight off not just this, but now we're going into the flu season where they're saying that we're in a twindemic. A twindemic. So that's, so they're saying we can catch COVID-19 and the flu at the same time. Now, how would you like to have to deal with that? 
both of them both of them by themselves are pretty <laughs> pretty rough to deal with but imagine having both of them at the same time that would be some kind of hell to deal with don't you think i'm gonna tell you it's a lot going on out here and to have to deal with this you know and i'm grateful again i'm grateful that I'm not on a respirator. I'm grateful that my family, because you know, I ain't gonna lie, some of my family members, I didn't want to tell my mama. She was one of the last ones to know because you know, having lost two of my brothers, my two youngest brothers in 2018, I just didn't want her worrying about her last son that's still here on this earth. But you know, even my son, one of my sons was a little concerned and talking about I'm scared. And I'm like, what you scared from? What you nervous from? Your dad is, been on top of his game health wise fitness wise i could do a little more you know get a little more physical and active and i've planned on doing that and uh, getting that together but nutrition wise i'm pretty good there in that area so you know i told him stop worrying i said i don't want people to worry for me i want you to pray focus all that energy in prayer like i do for other folks i believe in the power of prayer because i believe in god now, I don't know what you believe in and who you believe in, but you definitely need to believe in a power greater than you. Mine, I choose it to be God and Jesus Christ. So you do you. This ain't a religious forum, and this ain't something where I'm going to stand on a pulpit soap, uh, soapbox. However, I'm not ashamed of my beliefs, and I'm not ashamed on who I believe and whose I am, just to let you know. So... We're going to talk about, in a minute, about some facts about COVID. I'll make a comment here and there because I got a COVID fact sheet sitting here in front of me. But I just wanted to let you guys know on how I was doing, dealing with this thing. And the fact that even now, trying to do my one-hour podcast, I'm getting winded. But I'm going to push through because I think this is important. I think those of us who have a platform to reach people and to help people should push through and do the best that we can to get the information out there. You know, all the information that I have, other than my personal experience, the stuff that I've researched or got from the World Health Organization or the CDC and other sources who are authorities and experts on this thing. And then, you know, nothing like your own experience to help add to it because I'm actually living this now. Thank God that I'm able to talk about this and not be in a hospital on a respirator. But uh, as far as me uh, not dealing with some of the things that are as a result of it, I'm, I'm still dealing with some of it. And imagine me, who has been doing some healthy stuff for these last nine months, and I got it, and I'm still dealing with some stuff Imagine people who've actually caught it that aren't per se healthy as me. I'm 59 going on 60 next year. But imagine somebody that's in their 70s or 80s. or Imagine them having to deal with that and they already got underlying conditions. That's why it's very, very important that we are mindful of not taking this to our elderly relatives or our people who are sick. I got a good friend who's my age group who has a compromised immune system and I can't even go visit him. I got something I want to give him, but you know, I can't I can't take that chance in exposing him to this. So, I'll just have to see him and deal with this whenever I'm out of that. The fact that yes, I would love to see my mom on Thanksgiving, but you know what? I'm going to have to call her and wish her well if she needs some food. Maybe my relatives in the building that she lives in, because my relatives and them all live in the same building, maybe they can do something together, or maybe we can DoorDash her or, or some Thanksgiving food or whatever she needs. But the fact that I just can't see her, I'm going to have to talk to her over the phone, you know, is, you know, not the way I pictured Thanksgiving 2020 to be. But, you know, 2020 has been a very strange year for. The re most of us, the country, you know, it started out with Kobe getting killed and it's just been going downhill since then. 
But, uh, you know, we are responsible for how we respond to the cards that life has dealt us. And I remain positive and optimistic that we're going to get through this thing like we get through anything else in our lives, in this country. Um, and that's that's just the way I feel. I'm very optimistic. So, you know, I'm not a doom and gloom person. Sometimes you need to turn the news off. You need to not see the COVID stats every day just drilled into your head and your psyche every day. Because quite frankly, I know people that are so COVID paranoid and scary that they're running around here wearing masks all day, driving with, in cars with masks on when they're the only person in the car. So I guess they're afraid of infecting themselves. I see people, now this is, this is true. I know somebody who's so scared of COVID, they wait, they wait, they wait, <clears throat> excuse me, they wear two masks. So I'm like, wow. And don't get it twisted now. Masks help, but masks don't prevent you totally. They're not 100% effective. They're better than not having a mask on. But even the N95 is 95% effective. There's no N100s. There's doctors and nurses that have caught in COVID in the hospital settings and working. And some have died. So... And you know they got on PPE, so let's not get it twisted. Somebody had said to me, well, you must have didn't wear your mask like you were supposed to. Okay, well, that's not true, but don't get it twisted. Just because I had on the mask didn't mean I couldn't catch it. Then most people are not even wearing the mask right. I got a whole sheet on how people are wearing masks the wrong way how people are contaminating their mask by touching stuff with their hand when they take it off. Then they put the same mask back on. Hell, I seen a dude in Walmart, his mask was so dirty, it looked like he had a sweat sock on his face. A dirty old sweat, dingy sweat sock. So let's not get it twisted about these masks, you know. And then the other thing is, I see people at stores with their carts full of mucus-producing food, three and 400 pounds, pushing that stuff around in the cart with a mask on. Okay. Wow. So let's not get it twisted on this COVID thing. Let's listen, learn, and do some of the things that we can do to help ourselves. And that's it. So right now, and again, you're listening to the Streets Are Talking 24-Hour Podcast. Uh, network and I am your host the plant-based pro will the thrill you're listening to plant-based for life podcast and uh, I'm talking about my journey with COVID-19 and how I still haven't got my results to say that I'm negative Uh, I don't believe I'm at the the contagious stage yet but you know what I don't know what to believe about this disease at this point so I'm not taking any chances Right now, as I mentioned earlier on the podcast, I'm still dealing with what they call a post-COVID symptoms, which is some things that uh, cause a few little issues here and there. But for the most part, you know, I'm still staying in the house. You know, I've made a few trips outside with my gloves on and my uh, mask on, and I get in and get out, get, you know, some, um, you know, some soup and some different things that I need uh but I ain't hanging out nowhere. You know, I'm coming right in and doing what I do. But right now I'm going to uh, get into uh, a COVID fact sheet that is from, um, this is from a health department, the CDC, and it's a COVID-19 fact sheet. And I'm pretty much going to read some of this some of this you already know but it's good to be reinforced so i'm going to read it and and say a few things here and there about it um the covid19 what is the covid19 covid virus disease 2019 sars says what is the name of the virus causing the outbreak of coronavirus disease Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, or SARS, Coronavirus 2. 
So that's what it pretty much attacks. It's severe, severe, acute. That's a powerful two words together because that's letting you know that if it can get in there and get you, if you're full of mucus, if you got asthma, if you got other things going on and com compromised immune system, it's coming for you hard. And it's rough. It's rough. You know, it's rough. I know some people, they, they feel like, they say it's like an elephant sitting on their chest trying to get a breath in. Can you imagine that? Trying to breathe like that and you can't get a breath in? That has got to be scary. Then it talks about how does it spread. So it's person-to-person -person spread between people who are in close contact with one another within about six feet. So I'm looking at all these different videos I've seen on Facebook. People having all these parties and and all at these clubs and these lounges with no mask on at all these events. You saw over the campaign season some of these people at Trump's MAGA rallies and they all sitting in there with no mask. Some of them, at least some of them had on masks, but the majority, because you got some people that's defying it and we know who they are. We ain't even got to discuss it. But they're defying some of these orders and they feel like their rights are being taken, but they don't give a damn about the rights of the other people that they may infect. You know, nobody wants to live like this during this COVID time. No one wants to be quarantined. Nobody wants to be told you can't go eat in a restaurant. No one wants to be told that you got to wear a grocery a mask in all the grocery stores. Can't go to the movie theaters, bowling alleys, health clubs, all this stuff that we love to do in normal life. No one wants to be told that. But people that vehemently fight it and want to do what they're going to do because my rights are being taken. Well, you know, damn all that. Damn all that because you're affecting other people who don't give a damn about your rights. They just want to live to the next day. But, you know, you got some selfish people out here. So it talks about through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. Then it's spread from contact with inf infected surfaces or surfaces or objects. Like dirty money. Because <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how I caught this thing. And I just really don't know. I really don't know. It says it may be possible that a person can get COVID-19 by touching a surface or an object that has the virus on it. And then touching their own mouth, nose, or possibly their eyes. However, this is not thought to be the main way the virus spreads. Now, maybe I caught it that way because I have a bad habit of rubbing my eyes. You know? I don't know. Talks about how easily does the virus spread. It says that the COVID-19 seems to be spreading easily and sustainably in the community. Community spread in some affected geographic areas. Community spread means people who have been infected with the virus in an area, including some who are not sure how or where they became infected. Hmm, an area, like a crowded bar, a party, some place where there's a bunch of y'all hanging out together with no masks on, taking all these selfies all up on each other. Hmm, could it be that one? It says, can some people, can someone spread the virus without being sick? People are thought to be most contagious when they are the most symptomatic, the sickest. Some, some spread might be possible before people even show symptoms. I believe that was me. Because <laughs> I didn't really have those symptoms. But then all of a sudden I started thinking back like, hmm, I wonder did I have COVID when this happened? Because, you know... The wife said that something was stinking in the refrigerator. And I said, I'll clean it. Then I went to the refrigerator. And I didn't smell it. So I said, oh, she must have got it out. But she really didn't. I just didn't have a sense of smell. Then they tell you what to do if you, catch, if you get sick with COVID. We know all of that. We know what to do there. Pretty much don't be around people. Stay home except to get medical care and separate yourself from people and animals. So don't give Fido the COVID because animals can catch it too. You know, cover your coughs and sneezes. Some of the common sense stuff. Clean all high-touch surfaces every day. 
you know, you got to do some things that's really, to me, common sense. Then when you catch the COVID, you got to, like, triple those efforts. You know, then they got some employee guidelines in here. So what are the common symptoms of COVID? And there are a lot of different symptoms. A lot of symptoms. Some they're not even listing here on this thing, but fever, cough, shortness of breath. So, I think I had a slight fever one day. One day. Just for a day. I did have a persistent cough. That It was like a dry hacking cough, so it made my chest hurt even more because you know how those work. Shortness of breath, I didn't have then, but I got now. Um, but my main reason for taking the test was the lack of smell. The fact that I lost my sense of smell. That was my main reason. Some people lose their taste. Some people have other things that go wrong. You know, diarrhea, I've heard. And, you know... Then they're learning this thing. See, the one thing that I've been, as I've been watching these doctors on all these different shows, even Dr. Oz has been having a lot of different people on talking about COVID and all these experts and all this stuff. One thing that I am learning about these folks is they're still learning about this disease. So it's almost like we're a big giant Petri dish here in this world of this COVID stuff. And that they're learning as they go along. Some things they already know. Because this thing has been around for nine months. And some things they're still learning. Like some of the symptoms. You know. And that when they first start talking about COVID. Because let's not get this twisted. There are way more people healing from this. Than that are dying from this. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back row. There are way more people healing from this thing than that are dying, okay? But one death from this is too many. And they're trying to estimate that by January 20th, we may be at 400,000 deaths in the United States. And the fact that in this second wave, even here in Illinois, they're saying one in 10 people have contracted COVID. And that in the country, they're saying one in 200 people in the United States have contracted COVID. That's a small number until you start putting it into the millions of people. Then it starts getting scary. So let's get that out the way that the doom and gloom news is showing all these deaths every day. And they rarely talk about the people who have recovered from it. And there are people who are recovering now what they're learning because this post COVID stuff is, is the latest and they're learning, you know, people are that have had it including myself, because I didn't know why I was feeling like this, you know, and I'll be honest with you. If I was to go back to work, I probably wouldn't stay there the whole day because I would feel winded. I wouldn't feel good being doing a lot of stuff, you know, and that's, that's, that's funny because I thought that after my 14 days of quarantine and all that stuff that I was going to be like, all right, I'm ready. Let me get back to making the CMOS and get my customers back and let me go back to my job and do what I do there, blah, blah, blah. But now I'd be like, man, I ain't getting no sleep. Imagine if I had to go to work now and I'm going to sleep at 4 and 5 in the morning then I'd have to get up at 8 to make it to work at 9 and all this stuff that I got to do. So, you know, it is I'm where I'm supposed to be. At this point, my health is more important than money. So... Um, that's where I am with that. So I'm going to continue to do what I need to do, but I'm also going to focus on the positive. I'm not going to keep looking at the news and seeing all the people that's dying. You know, I did notice that there are some people who have the having severe COVID symptoms have been on respirators and have been in the hospital and stuff like that. Some of them have actually had to have lung transplants or double lung transplants. That is pretty serious. I remember one instance where they showed this lady's lungs from COVID and, and how bad they were damaged, and it looked horrific. I was like, damn. Thank you, God. Hopefully that'll never be me. But the fact of the matter is that this COVID is attacking a lot of people in a lot of different ways. So take it serious, people. It's out there. It's real. And 
you don't want to catch it if you can't. If you if there's a way that you can't and something you can do to prevent it, then prevent it. It talks about here what are severe complications from this virus. It says many patients have pneumonia in both lungs, something I've just basically talked about. And it says, how is it treated? There's no specific antiviral treatment recommended for COVID-19. People with COVID-19 should receive supportive care to help relieve symptoms. For severe cases, treatment should include care to support vital organ functions. So what they're saying and what I've seen on different reports is that COVID gets in your body and it attacks your your your, your respiratory system, but it also is so damaging to the internal organs that it starts messing with other stuff inside of you. And so you start having other issues and it's pretty much almost like shutting your body now. So it's imperative that you keep your immune system fortified so that it can fight this thing. Give your gun, have bullets in your gun. Don't bring a gun to a knife, a knife to a gunfight. I'm sorry. You got to be ready for this thing. You know, and I said this so many times over these last nine months that I was not preparing my immune system to if I caught COVID. I was preparing myself to when I caught it because I just had a feeling as widespread as this is, the fact that I had a, a, a essential job where I had to be at work, which I don't know what's essential about the insurance industry. However, I was out in this thing. I was constantly around stuff. And, you know, it's just you're bound to catch it when it's this widespread and so many people are infected and there's ways to get infected, uh, so many ways that it can happen. I just was going to say, you know, I'd rather uh, do uh, the ounce of prevention and not have to have a pound of cure. And that's what I was doing. And so now we're learning a lot more about this thing. Says, how is COVID nineteen? Uh, oh, is there a vac- uh, Is there a vaccine? And as of the printing of this uh, fact sheet, they said there's currently no vaccine to protect against COVID nineteen. The best way to prevent infection is to avoid being exposed to the virus that causes nineteen. So we know now, watching the news, that there are a couple of uh, pharmaceutical companies that actually say they have viruses and that. The virus is near being put out, uh, but the virus still needs to be tested. And and, and these viruses, you know, because you got to do this stuff with the placebo and the test people and see what the side effects are and all this. So they're saying that the virus still probably won't be out until the spring, even though some of these companies are rushing and rushing and rushing. And we know it's all financial to get that virus out first so they could be the ones to get it out. But you know what? They need to take their time and do it right. For those who want to take the virus, I told you I'm not taking it even at gunpoint. But, you know, I have a different take on that. And so you do you. Not recommending that you do what I do, but I'm telling you what I'm doing. They talk about should I be concerned about pets or other animals in COVID. And it says, to date, the CDC has not received any reports of pets and other animals becoming sick with COVID. Then they talk about what about animals or animal products imported from China. And then CDC again says does not have any evidence to suggest that animals or animal products imported from China pose a risk for spreading. Then it says here, so how can I protect myself? Hmm. Common sense. But what they say here is the best way to prevent illness is to avoid being exposed to the virus that causes COVID-19. CDC always recommends everyday preventive actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases, including avoid close contact with people who are sick. Hmm. How do you know they're sick? They're not walking around with a COVID bumper sticker on their head. And when you're around all these people at these events and these bars and these restaurants and these parties and all these things that you just can't stay away from because I'm going to have my rights and I'm going to do me and COVID is a myth and it only affects old people and it only affects sick people and it only affects fat people and it's, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But yet then all these people are catching it. And we only got five minutes left in the show. I'm going to try to uh, get through this page as quick as I can. Remember, you're listening to The Plants the plant-based for life show and i'm your host will the thrill and we are on the 24 streets are talking 24 hour podcast network
and I am talking about COVID-19, my journey, and now we're talking about a CDC fact sheet and some other common sense things that you should be doing. So it says avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. I believe, I really believe that's probably how I call it, rubbing my eyes or something after touching something that was contaminated. Because I can't believe, I can't really pinpoint the other things or whatever else that I was doing that made me catch it. It says wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol if soap and water are not available. And here's one of the ones that really is a common sense thing, but I know people aren't doing it because they're afraid to do this because they want that almighty dollar and they're afraid to take off. It says, stay home when you are sick. It's almost like these people who send their little snotty-nosed kids to school because they don't have no babysitter. And so their little snotty-nosed kids infects, infects other kids. And then those kids bring home the snotty-nosed kids stuff. And then you catch it because you got young kids. And the people never should have sent their little sick kids to school so that they can infect other kids. And that's what they do. So they come to work sneezing and coughing all over the place. And because they're afraid to get take off or they don't have sick time and or this, that, and the other. Stay home, people, especially with this COVID thing. You don't know who you, you cause them to infect. Cover your nose and sneeze with the tissue and then throw the tissue in the trash. Cover your cough. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects and stuff. A lot of this stuff is common sense. It's common sense. Watch where you're traveling and stuff like that, you know. So they got a lot of places like in Illinois, they have some travel bans. So when you come back from a place, they're like, hey, don't bring your COVID stuff here. Go into the house and stay in there for 14 days after you've been to one of these spots. And then here's some things you need to do. Take these steps to monitor your health and practice social distancing. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day and monitor for fever. Also watch for cough and trouble breathing. Stay home again. Stay home and avoid contact with others. Do not go to work or school for this 14-day period. Discuss your work situation with your employer before returning to work. Do not take public transportation, taxis, or ride shares during the time you are practicing social distancing. Avoid crowded places such as shopping centers and movie theaters and limit your activities in public. See, the reason that these governors are shutting all that down is because they know that some of you are not going to do that. You're going to go out with your COVID little uh, infected selves and you're going to go to shopping theaters and movie theaters and places you're not supposed to be at. And you're going to just do that because ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. And then it says, keep your distance from others about six feet or two meters. Not all up on each other taking selfies at your little splash parties and things you was having all summer or all the other things that you go to. And what if I recently traveled to infected areas and got sick? Well, if you get sick with a fever of 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit or higher, cough or have trouble breathing, seek medical care. So let's say this, people. And the bottom line is this. And we got a minute left. The bottom line is this. I'm better. I did what I needed to do ahead of time to do this. I'm going to continue to keep my immune system fortified. I'm going to continue to do what I need to do to heal from this thing. I have no fear. I'm not paranoid. I'm going to be okay. Take heed at what I'm saying. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the show. Remember this. PB. For L, yeah, your boy is back. Good night, folks. Mm-hmm.